There, YouTubers, Facebookers, Twitters, and everyone else, uh, welcome to Science Fliction. Uh, I am Carl Eames, and we just got popped in uh, Salim Sotawala. Salim, how's it going over there? Good. How about you, Carl? I'm pretty well. Having a good day. Um, I am. I'm all right. Um, a little tired, but you know, same old usual tired that I am on a Thursday night. Um. You know what, though, Salim, I have been uh, wanted to tell you. So, um, usually in the morning, I'll like while I cook breakfast, I'll watch cartoons, like just catching up on old stuff or maybe sometimes new stuff. Uh, and I've been watching, and I just finished watching Sailor Moon, but now pretty much going forward for is going to take a long time. Um, mm -hmm. I'm watching Spider Man, and I'm watching like all spider-man like everything that's on disney plus just because right. you know I, I haven't watched the animated series uh, from our childhood in a little while um and amazing spider-man and his amazing friends in a little while but then there's other ones like the newer shows i haven't seen and right. i actually that's... decided let's say yeah well so they have spectacular spider-man on there too now right yes they do mm -hmm. um but i actually i haven't seen um the one I haven't seen, I actually decided to start with, and I didn't even know existed until Disney Plus put it up, and that's actually Spider Woman uh, from 1979. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. There's a Spider Woman. I never knew that existed show. either. Yeah. Uh, the, when they when either. Disney Plus launched, they just like tweeted out every single show that they put on the, the platform, and I was like, "Well, there's a Spider Woman show." So I'm finally getting around to watching it, and it's basically as wacky and kooky and, and nutty as. Uh, have you seen like uh, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends? Yeah, I couldn't get into it. I don't know. It's hard for me to get into like those really old like animated series where the movements are so slow and. <laughs> I've I've tried watching it. It's just kind of I, I like the um the memes for the from that. With Spider Man, like the still frames. I mean, you've seen them, right? Oh, yeah, like when you're like pointing at each other and stuff. Yeah, but, there, but there's like a billion of them. 
Oh yeah, like of course. a billion of various versions of of him doing different things, uh, and just just kind of funny. Uh, like people have created not from the sh- not sayings from the show, but like people have just taken stills from the from the from the show itself and then created their own little um, <laughs> uh, things. So those are really funny. Like those things crack me up. But yeah, um, yeah, it's hard for me to watch. I like as I've seen a couple of them, but like this. The slow movement and stuff, I don't know. It just kind of uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll try watching it again. Yeah, I enjoy um this because you know it was before I was born, but I still watched it when I was a kid and sometimes as an adult, and just going back to it, I still like will watch it just for the hilarity of it. Um even like like the Justice League stuff, like from back then, even though you know the 90s one is probably my childhood one i identify with i still like watching the super old ones because they're fun too uh but how ridiculous is i'll I'll just give you how ridiculous the spider woman is because i this is the first time i've ever watched it um yesterday's episode i watched she was fighting dormammu the dormammu like the one that you think of but he is not he looks completely different he's very comically like traditional villain i will destroy the world take over you know like that super standard stuff but he like as you know dormammu um he gets his part powers from the dark dimension right so he's just to keep it simple he gets his powers uh, from darkness and there's a solar eclipse happening so he's able to enter uh the earth world and he wants to take over the earth world because of the, the eclipse so spider woman gets the idea she says i have to stop him he's really powerful i have to move the moon out of the way to stop him because of the solar eclipse so as soon as she said that i'm like what how do you just move the moon like you're spider woman how do you just you're on earth how do you just move the moon and i kid you not she just stands there on earth points her hands up and shoots a venom blast directly at the moon and pushes the moon out of the way and then dormammu uh, <laughs> loses all his power and he goes back to the dark dimension <laughs> fair <laughs> enough <laughs> and then today's episode she, i watched was uh, she she destroyed the whole entire world she no, destroyed no, she the entire world. Just, just, she just pushed it. <laughs> well, I mean, that would destroy her. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> and today's episode but, uh, was yeah. with the Kingpin. And I was like, okay, this, this has got to be good, right? You know, classic Kingpin. They can't mess him up. So this is the only time I've ever seen the Kingpin depicted where they actually lean into him being fat. Like, not like he's fat. Like, he's just a fat guy. And so they open up the episode and it's the kingpin and he, they're in the sewers already he's they're on a boat in the sewer and they're about to rob this bank that's right above them and all of the, out of nowhere he pulls out the biggest stick of broccoli and he's just munching on broccoli while all of his goons are in the boat with him and they're like go, and then they go to the next scene and they're in the bank talking about oh man it's such a a, a good a robbery and where uh you know all this money and stuff and he pulls out an apple and he's just munching on an apple while he's <laughs> talking to the goons spider woman comes in they capture her they, they trick up they trick her and tie her up 
or whatever and uh they lock her into the thing and then all of a sudden dude pulls out the three biggest pieces of carrots and he's just munching on carrots <laughs> one is talking about spider woman i was like what the hell at least he's eating healthy right <laughs> he's like the whole oh, episode he's is supposed to be fat like the entire episode he's munching on food and like it's the biggest food ever he's got like a big turkey leg in one scene and he's just munching on that a big sandwich and he's like he's got an invisibility race so um he ended up uh making himself invisible but then uh he had the sandwich so the sandwich is just like floating around and <laughs> just taking bites i'm like this is the most crazy uh depiction of kingpin and crazy episode i've ever seen like wow i don't know how kids felt about it back then uh, it was only one season so probably not too strongly but it's just as ridiculous as all of those other shows so i'm gonna definitely keep going on it <laughs> yeah uh saying Ami says kingpin on a diet it's like that's funny like uh because he's not fat he's like right. people think he's fat but he's that's all muscle <laughs> like <laughs> um uh but yeah it's funny um but yeah, I was uh, I have been I have been watching I've been watching you watching the uh, the Justice League the old uh, animated series the nineties like one the original yeah the not a nineties one the well the early two thousands I guess well tech, I mean it's early two thousand so it's close to the nineties not the sixties like one <laughs> no it's the Justice League and then the and then the uh, um, Justice League Unlimited um that's really good. I may start rewatching um what do you call it? The like you never got to uh got back to watching like the or you never actually started watching the newer Justice League movies, right? Heart animated movies. Um I have HBO Max again, so I, I'm gonna just pick those back up or pick back up on oh, watching I some of that stuff. So yeah. They're fun. It start the first one, I believe, is um, the, they get together the first time. At, I forget which one. So I always forget. I can't remember. It's not. It's not the Aquaman one. It's one. It's the one before Aquaman. I can't remember. But it's like a series of them. It's really good. Um, I like those. They're really good. They're like they're not. They're like adult oriented animated movies. They're not like because there's a bunch of them, and there's like not only the Justice League, but there's also like a Suicide Squad version. Um, and then there's various work ones. You should like look up like the order that what they were released and then try to watch them. I don't know if HBO Max will have like how MC uh, Disney Plus has the timeline type of thing that you can watch in an order, but you can check that out. I, I, I would recommend it, it's one of my favorite. Uh, things to do with sometimes it's just to randomly rewatch them but yeah, yeah. omni uh, is hating on the wonder twins and i i won't stand for that <laughs> i'm a more a super fans guy from justice oh okay yeah super I, oh yeah I, the the super fans that's the what this <laughs> the set that's this that's when this the super friends was from the 70s right or 80s yeah, yeah right right yeah um that's the Meanwhile, in the Legion of Doom, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, those are interesting cartoons as well. The Super Friends. I'm glad they changed it to the Justice League because Super Friends sounds really stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to each his own. <laughs> Super Friends. 
Anyways, amazing. Let's get into it. Um, we've got uh, a couple things we're going to talk about tonight, and that would be uh, some movies that came out in 2022 that we actually never really talked about much here or at all on uh, science fiction, and we're just kind of going to spend some time talking about those, uh, and that would be Moonfall, and that came out, I think, February of 2022, and then Lightyear mm-hmm. came out in the summer of 2022, so we're going to talk about those movies tonight, and then uh, before that, so we do have one quick little fast flick, so we're going to get into that right now. All right. Um, for the uh, first thing, uh, sorry. Uh, first thing we want to talk about is uh, we actually kind of, I think we did talk about this a little bit last week uh, when we were talking about Avatar, or maybe the week before. Um, is uh, James Cameron went on and commented about Avatar three, uh, saying that they, he plans on introducing some some more Navi some different kinds of navi specifically evil fire type navi and he wanted to show them from a different angle so uh show the the navi from a different angle i think the idea is that uh, the first two uh avatar movies the navi have been good or relatively good um people or you know good aliens or whatever you want to call them um but they've been basically the protags, or you can see them in the good light. But uh, he wants this third movie for them to like be the antagonists of the movie, and I, d- I don't know exactly to what extent that means. But he wants that to be uh, basically going against uh, Jake, as opposed to working with Jake and trying to help him. They they, they actually are working against him. Um, so and then they would be fire Navi. And I think I had said that I had wanted to see like lava Navi, so this will work just fine for me. Uh, what do you What are your thoughts on this, Celine? That's interesting. Maybe it's something like, you know, they they had a glimpse of the like because they're Jake and like his kids are different from the rest of them. So maybe it's something like that. Like the there are these Navi's that are just kind of prejudiced against Jake and his kids, and they don't like them. So. They don't they want them gone and maybe it's like you know i don't know if they'll team up with the humans or something but it's maybe it's like we want the humans gone and we want you gone you're too different from all of us we don't want you here so it could be something like that um it was kind of weird to see them team up with the humans like what would be what would be the purpose i mean unless it was like the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing yeah that's what i was thinking um but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, he has like two more of these, two or three of these movies planned. So hopefully, hopefully the stories are interesting because after you know, after a while, it will just get like you have to wonder which direction it goes. I mean, I guess you can also go to where you get um, as the kids get older. Like I wonder how many, how what year this is supposed to come out. So. Uh, how old how much older his like youngest kid will be like tuck and all that stuff so tuck or whatever we'll see but yeah that should be interesting for sure 
Yeah, and I can't imagine age like the like aging of the actors being a factor uh, yeah. nowadays with all of the, the technology. Voices. Like um, literally, um, Sigourney Weaver playing a teenager in this movie. So uh, I don't, I really don't see the the current teenage cast becoming twenty one and it ruining everything. So uh, I think it'll be fine. But yeah, like I, I'm with you in that. It, it I think it would. I think they're going in that direction. Maybe that they end up working with the humans to get rid of Jake specifically, not not just because um, you know they they have any sort of um, like desire to work with the humans, but just specifically to get rid of Jake. They, they that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Um, see if that that how it works out. Yeah, we did have uh, Kate Winslet was, uh, I don't have the picture of her up anymore, but she was the wife of the, like the queen of that new tribe, the water tribe that they ended up joining. Yeah. All right. And uh, that's probably it. It'll wrap up what we got for Avatar 3. So we'll just go ahead and jump into... um, we're covering first Moonfall. So, uh, just in case, it, again, the movie came out way back in uh, February. So, uh, if you've never seen the trailer, we've never—I don't think we've ever played it on here. So, we're gonna just play the official trailer right now. So, let me get that booted up, and uh, we'll get that going. If you're watching this, then you know by now a huge problem is heading our way. An emergency meeting has been called at our usual place immediately. Three bagels. I've made a shocking discovery. I need you to get me in touch with NASA immediately. Well, NASA and I aren't really on speaking terms these days. Well, that'll change. When you tell them that the moon is out of orbit. There's no need to panic. Not crazy! Why are they lying about all this? It's too late to stop. You knew all this was happening before NASA. You are the unidentified source? Oh, yes. We're dealing with an intelligent entity. We're planning a mission to attack this thing. I'm asking you for your help. Say yes, Prime. I need you to be brave. If the moon really is what you think it is, suit up. You have got a big gravity wave coming your way. You have to launch now. Did he say gravity wave? We're underwater, guys. Uh, that's crazy. Plan. Save the moon, save Earth. Brian, what are you doing? I'll find itself. Wait for it. Let's go, you son of a.
It's on airplane mode. Alright, that was Moonfall. So, um, let's see. The music is great. Uh, I don't know how well this movie did in theaters at all, and maybe that was the reason why we skipped out on it. Were, were you like well, interested at all critics, in this movie, Salim? Yeah, the critics uh, absolutely hated it. It's like a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, and, I mean, audience score is 70%. Um, but those can vary. I mean, obviously that doesn't mean a lot necessarily but do you think like it might have been like i i didn't obviously i didn't get a chance to watch it so i'm, I'm gonna let you just like talk us through this as far as the what you thought about it as far as with like everything as far as the the storyline the acting the um visuals and all that uh you can let us know if you kind of agree with the critics or if you think the uh if you think the uh, audience is probably more correct, that it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible either. Well, I'm just curious, Celine, were you ever actually interested in watching this movie just on your own? Like when you yeah, saw I'm, it, I might. Okay? I just, I might. I just didn't get the time this past week because I, I I got confused with our, and that was my fault. I got confused with our, our what we were going to cover today. I thought for some reason we were doing something else and. I just got busy with some other things. So, uh, but yeah, I'll probably check it out at some point. Um, but it's not something like um, um, if I ha hear a spoiler or something for it, I'm not gonna be upset. Right, right. I I agree with uh with with Saint here. I would definitely like Holly Berry to see. That was definitely going to be a talking point, um, uh, later on, but. Uh, in general, yeah. So the movie I uh, watched for the first time this a uh, couple days ago, and I, I admit to like, oh, it, it had like a passing interest in it when it first debuted, but for whatever reason, I just didn't get around to like going out of my way to the theaters to to watch it or making sure we covered it uh, any kind of way. I just it, I think I just saw the trailer and I was like, oh, that looks okay. Uh, and then I just kind of forgot about it. Um, but yeah, so the actual movie itself is just okay. It's at best, like like at absolute best, it's just okay. It's not anything to run and go see. If anything, I would watch it if it was like uh, on TV and it's just like on TNT and I just pop it on sort of thing. I wouldn't necessarily rent it and pay money or get a subscription to which is on hbo max um luckily uh i was buying hbo max for something else but since moonfall was there and i decided to go ahead and, and uh to watch it but yeah it's it just it's just okay uh i think one of my biggest gripes about the movie itself is that i think and i don't know the actual budget of it but i think the most of the budget went towards the end of the movie to make the cg effects of the moonfall looks cool which legitimately it did i think all of that stuff actually did look cool like 
this is like a cool shot like it's not the cleanest shot in the world and 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 it's not the best most high uh production value shot of the moon or even this uh for for what it's worth even when watching it but there were some really cool shots like you have to if you call yourself moonfall the moon the movie is about the moon falling into the earth that part of the movie better look pretty cool and i think it did for for what i you know from from my perspective at least but um the rest of the movie looked really cheap and looked really off um especially with the cg um and in certain scenes where one didn't even need to be cg you can tell that they were one like they were filming it on a a lot uh with a um what you call it a uh, I, I can't even think of the words but a set you know they did like a built set right but they weren't filming on location anywhere because a lot of the backgrounds look so cheap like they were either like a like as if it's like someone were paint your background wall with stars and mountains and stuff and just like filmed you just doing like that and in, in the background it would look like that sometimes um or like you can see him riding off on a motorcycle yeah like a green screen stuff like that but even then some green screen backgrounds look great it didn't blend well together so you could see like the actual live action actor and they looked relatively crisp but then like the background stood out so much that it just didn't blend well and then you have also later on when they did spend a little bit more time on the the moon falling and and all of the visual effects of the space and the the creatures and all of that stuff um that looked a lot cleaner and a lot, a lot better but at the beginning of the movie it's this kind of crap um but the overall story is which again the movie is almost a year old so if you haven't seen it um uh, spoiler alert but we're you know, again it's not the greatest movie in the world so we're just gonna go ahead and throw it out there um so the moon is um has this extraterrestrial which we find out is basically an ai being um that is hunting down any intelligent life with like electro bio uh, bioelectric signatures like they can sense all of that and um yeah i'm not gonna go through every single thing of, of the movie but for what it's worth the uh, creature itself was created by the ancestors of humans and those ancestors of it was supposed to be like a ai just like your cell phone or something like that just an everyday thing to help through life and it did everything for them but then the ai got sentient and self-aware and the whole you know we kill everything because you guys aren't as good as us sort of thing so the ai and killed off all of the ancient humans and only the last um, little bit remained and they were able to build the I don't know if they're like ships or just whatever devices that basically were big celestial bodies that were moons uh, or moon like big large things and they were able to send those out and looking for because it destroyed their home world and everyone is in it um it was for more inhabitable places and they ended up finding earth and they they're the reasons why humans are on earth because they accelerated um earth and and developed it and and put 
the the human imprints on earth and in life and stuff like that so that way the, their race is basically continued through us as humans is is how that works and of course they ended up defeat defeating the ai thing at the end of the movie um but they kind of left the door open a little bit to like a sequel i guess they assumed maybe the movie would do well and they could try to milk out another movie or two uh i don't think that's gonna happen but the moon falling again <laughs> exactly like the moon fall this moonfall two electric Boogie. this time it's personal <laughs> <laughs> two moon two fall <laughs> the moon Something is like coming that. back uh the, the moon is uh coming back for a vengeance or maybe there's like a baby moon getting revenge for the moon uh the moon getting uh <laughs> beaten the first one or moon junior or i don't know yeah, something like that. Uh, but, uh, that's funny. Yeah, it, it's it's, you're, you're, it's not too great. You had thoughts on Holly Berry? You thought I mean, was she good in this, or was it just like something like, man, this is wasn't a really good Holly Berry, uh, a good role for Holly Berry in general? It could have been anyone, really. I mean, this cast was full of actors and actresses that I've never seen or heard before i mean uh i think the main guy may have I've, maybe i've seen him somewhere before i haven't looked that up or anything but uh the most notable person uh in this movie is holly berry and then donald sutherland which i don't know why he was in this movie he was very um very short appearance like he didn't do anything at all he was just there for like one scene and mm -hmm. holly berry could have been anyone else it didn't have to be her so I hope they didn't spend a whole lot of money on getting her in there. But at the same time, uh, as Saint was saying, I wish she picked better roles. Uh, and I don't and I wonder if it has anything to do with her or if Hollywood is, uh, you know, blacklisting her or whatever it is, because someone would her, her caliber, it happens to a lot of people. A lot of people blacklisting Holly, Holly Berry. I mean, she didn't do anything though. Like, I know people get blacklisted for doing something, but like, what Holly Berry do? Well, we don't always know what they do. Sometimes they get blacklisted, and we don't know why. Especially like if you talk about like, um, uh, what's his name the 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 one that's in jail now? Uh, oh, the Weinstein douchebag. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like before all of that stuff came out. We didn't know anything about it, but he was blacklisting people left and right and ruining careers. So it could be stuff like that too. True. But like, That's true. like Holly Berry in general, you know, she is an A-list actress and she is, you know, a war-winning actress. You'd think that she would still be getting pretty good roles offered to her, but I haven't really seen her do anything of note since she won that award. Like, She's been an X Men, but that's not exactly going to get her any Academy Awards. And we shall um, be back for Secret Wars as Storm. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I I doubt it. Just I, just I, like a scene. I think that scene was in X Men: Days of Futures Past. That was the last time we probably see Holly Berry play Storm, in my opinion. I don't think the fan like there's certainly people that are fans of her as Storm and certainly people as fans of her as Catwoman, but I don't think that is watch, large yeah. enough that especially with Catwoman, I don't think the fan base is large enough for her as Catwoman or as Storm for 
them to spend all that effort to bring her back to play Storm for five minutes, not even, because she won't be in the movie for that long. Um, and I don't think it really, and just on the, the quick diversion there, I don't think we'll see most of them of the X-Men Fox era. I don't think we're going to see like that many people make that appearance in Secret Wars. It'll be a, a couple. We'll see Wolverine. We'll see Deadpool. We'll probably see Cable, maybe, uh, just because he was recent. But I don't think we're going to see James McAvoy and, uh, you know, uh, Patrick, maybe Patrick Stewart, right? Like, you know, the, the more important ones, right? We'll probably see them, but not every single person. Okay. Anyway. So what, what would you grade this movie overall? Do you cr- agree with uh, critics, a harsh 36 percent rating or do you think it's closer to about the 70 percent on flickster uh, audience rating you know um i think maybe i mean if it's the the problem with the movie is like for me is that i've seen this type of story before like it's nothing new it's just repackaged into the moon falling but uh, uh-huh. but the idea of you know uh earth being restarted with you know some sentient race like our ancient ancestors it's like unique enough so maybe those 70 percent it was like new to them so they th- it was like mind-blowing whoa like sort of stuff but for me it was like oh, yeah okay whatever sort of thing and it didn't really impress me um so it wasn't great of a movie but i don't think it was super bad like i don't know if 30 percent is supposed to be like like there's lower numbers like 10 percent would be significantly worse so maybe 30 is is fair maybe 40 but um like i said before i wouldn't rush out the door to go see the movie i wouldn't pay um any particular amount of money just to watch this in particular i'd watch it if someone else had it or if it was already on or if I had streaming services and I was just looking for movies to just dump on and, and check out just like I did now, then it'd be fine. But I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. So, yeah, like a 30 or 40 is totally fine. I um, Yeah, like I said, I'll probably check it out at some point. I don't I'm not dying to watch it, but I'll probably watch it at some point just when I'm looking for something to do one of these Saturday nights. Yeah, the only thing I wish, and, and again, it's totally fantasy, but they definitely would have all died long before because the moon comes pretty damn close. Like, I think it does graze a couple mountains uh, on Earth. Like, it does, like, touch lightly. And I'm pretty Ooh. sure everyone would have died already. Uh, they, oh, I forgot. There's this well, one it, scene. Things would have things started. Things would have started messing up the moment it gets like a centimeter closer to Earth. Like exactly, <laughs> exactly. There's this one scene where they're in a car chase, right? And they're in the mountains and it's snowing, and it's um, it's like like a little Honda CRV or something like that. It's a it's a SUV, a Honda like SUV or Toyota something like that, being chased by a Hummer. The Hummer is behind, right? So this little Honda SUV thing is in the, in the snow in the mountains and they're going full speed 
and the moon is like halfway to earth like it's or maybe even closer to that so the gravitational pull is pulling like trees and other cars and other stuff is just going towards going up but these cars are just like in the snow with this like perfect control and they're just going all over the place and i'm like how come they're not going up every i mean they got velocity and everything but everything that's static on the ground is just like going straight up into the air and then like another scene where speaking of we were also we we're talking about michael pena last week he's in this movie and he's not playing a comedic role he's actually playing something kind of somewhat serious he told like maybe half a joke in this movie and but other than that he was like he's playing the uh the stepdad so he's in this movie um, he has a scene where, spoiler alert, he dies. But he dies because um, the moon's getting close and there's the atmosphere is dissipating in Earth because of the, the moon is so close that it can't maintain the atmosphere. So there's air getting out. So they have to have oxygen masks. So they, they steal some from a, a, a fire department. But for whatever reason, the little girl that he was with Either she forgot hers or it ran out of air or something like that. So he gives up his mask to give to hers. And he's like, keep going, keep walking. So he ends up um, not having a mask and he can't breathe and he dies. And she goes off to go find the rest of her family because they had, they went, they went up uh, ahead of them. So she finds them. And this was like maybe five, 10 minutes later, she finds them. Where's your dad? Oh, he's right behind me. And, you know, obviously he doesn't show up because he's dead. And so the wife is like, oh, I, let me go after him. And then the son's like, oh, no, no, I'm going to do it. And then he's like, wait a second. The air is breathable again. I don't need this mask. I'm like, wait, what? The moon didn't go back up. It's still coming down. Why is there air, breathable air now? And everything's fine. You don't need the mask. Did he just die for no reason? Yeah stuff like that it's funny i know the science in this movie is kind of like i'm probably like what's that one uh uh the 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 jake gillenall dennis i think it was dennis Quaid. it was the one where the the earth is freezing backwards to the ice age uh, uh i forget the sure. name of but there's a scene in there where they're in this one library or whatever like sheltering down and then they go out to like uh I, I go out to like they go out to like to get something and they're, they're running back in and then there's 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 like a, there's like the freezing the icing of stuff is like starting to creep up getting because like it's getting colder so it's getting like icing and they're running essentially from the ice and then they're running 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 and then they get back into like the library room and close the door and then they're safe the ice stops there it doesn't go through the door like okay after the door stopped the ice from getting to them okay so that's 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 very uh the door is like apparently uh magic or something that stops <laughs> the ultra freezing uh, of the ice age in that room well, you can it's a high quality door is what age. it is you pay good money I for guess that door. so i guess so it's funny um but, you know, let's let's move on if you have any final thoughts on that but we can get into Lightyear. yeah so uh light year um buzz Lightyear, uh voiced by chris evans that came out over the summer uh, i believe july 
of 2022. So we got a, a trailer for that as well. So let's go ahead and get that booted up. A year of work for a four minute flight. Isn't that something? <laughs> We're all ready if you are, sir. Well, let's go find out if this. <laughs> Got a breach in the perimeter. Thank you. your mission log. After a full year of being marooned on this planet, our first test flight is a go. Let's get everyone home. Good luck, Captain. We're counting on you. Roger that. There's a star waiting in the sky. Hello, Buzz. Well, I am Socks, your personal companion robot. We'd like to come and We're being pursued by a just a massive robot. I can provide sleep sounds if you like. I have several options. Summer night, ocean paradise, whale calls. No, no. White noise is fine. Very well. Good night, sir. Good night, Buzz. All right, so that was a trailer for Lightyear. Uh, Saint Omni is asking, "Is Tim Allen blacklisted from Hollywood?" No, he's not. Um, he was actually on a Disney Plus show. They they, they redid the Santa Claus. It was a six series episode of this past December. Um, yeah, I don't know the exact reason, but I I feel like they wanted to distinct because this is. Is if you haven't seen the movie Lightyear, this is the real Buzz Lightyear, and this is they even start the movie um, saying that Andy from Toy Story, the reason why he loves Buzz Lightyear is because he went to go see this movie, and he fell in love with the movie, and then after watching the movie, he went to go buy the toy. So I believe the Tim Allen version is the toy first. At least is how I see it. Is the toy voice of Buzz Lightyear and they're using Chris Evans as the real Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's not blacklisted. He's been in stuff like the last, I was looking at his uh, IMDb, but he's going to be in another TV series. But he wasn't, I mean, I imagine if they ever do another Toy Story, he'll be in it. So, yeah, I don't, he's not blacklisted. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get into light here. Um, so I did, well, obviously I did watch this. Um, you know, it was funny. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Like, I, not, not great. Not, I, would, I wouldn't even say it's like the top half of what Pixar normally does. 
I would say it's probably bottom half, but like not like I said, not bad movie. Uh and and um I was confused by one of the trailers I had originally seen. Like wait, so spoilers, uh as far as like what this show is about, movies about. I'm I'm sure if people have seen it by now, it's been a long time anyways. But so in, in the in the in the in the movie, like the way he gets into the future like the time lapses it's like over a period of time like because he keeps trying to do something that pushes him ahead into uh the future while he still stays the same age i thought originally it was like him trying to do something one time and he just takes this huge time lapse and because of that he screwed everything up or something like that so i had a misunderstanding from the trailer so it's a little different um I thought the show movie started a little slow. It was a little slow to start off, maybe like the first 45 minutes or so. It's a little slow, in my opinion. Um, and I think it picks up once you add more characters into it, like with the three supporting characters, like his his grandfather's or grand his his best friend's granddaughter. Like that's his granddaughter, not great granddaughter. It's granddaughter. granddaughter. That was, yeah. And obviously, he's always had socks. The robotic cat. Uh, I think that's uh, the director. Uh, is that uh, Taika? The, the Taika, yeah, Taika voices that one uh, clumsy character, if you will. But yeah, it gets a little better there. And overall, like I guess, like the the this, I get like Pixar always has like a. Um, a lesson you can learn from the, their movies, like a, a deeper meaning to their movies. And I guess, like, the way I took away from it is, like, don't worry about changing the past. Like, whatever happened in the past is why your present is the way it is. Certainly bad things have happened, but there's a lot of good around that's happened, too. And if you go back and change, if you wish to change the past, you're also going to change the good things in your life that have happened or good things that have happened in general. Um, he thinks like, so Buzz Lightyear, he's thinking this entire time that his best friend had a miserable life. All the people have these miserable life because of him. He couldn't figure out how to get back. Um, but reality, they all didn't. They ended up having a great life. You know, they lived a full, fulfilling life. They found love. They found, they were able to have family, make friends. Um, everything that happened, even though from a something that might have been bad, it's a lot of good came. So I think that, like to me, I took away as a story. Um, and it was like I said, it had its fun moments, solid movie, nothing great. Um, but yeah, that were, those are my other thoughts on it. How about you, Carl? Yeah, so um, I, I I agree with you that I thought it was a uh, it was pretty good in general but not nothing spectacular i don't watch like pixar movies regularly um or disney movies regularly so i can't really judge this like with up i've never watched up i can't judge this with um uh what was the more recent like um, uh, i don't know the one that had like the rock in it uh um whatever all those old other movies like i really don't i haven't watched any of those um even i've never even seen lilo and stitch so i really can't um 
like compared Moana, to the movies. Moana. Moana, yeah, I haven't watched Moana. I haven't watched most most Disney movies. I, I don't really watch, but I do keep up with um, Toy Story in general because I I've, Toy Story one is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I need to watch Toy Story two again. It's been too long. Um, I love Toy Story three, and I love Toy Story four as well. So like. I, I, I'm very much into um, that world and, and Buzz Lightyear and, and Woody and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I can compare it to those in general. But uh, since it's, it's, this is supposed to be like the real Buzz Lightyear, I don't want to necessarily because, you know, those are toys. This is like the actual thing. Um, right. That being said, it's it, that for them to like, I mean, they have to give some sort of premise of why the movie is is and like i said before this is supposed to be the real buzz lightyear and the reason why andy loves buzz lightyear is this movie um it's kind of a weird movie for a little kid to love right like it's it's not really like very it's not a whole lot of action in it it's not very thrilling or anything like that uh unless you just are really into the sci-fi aspect of it i guess would be the uh, him again constantly trying to go into hyper speed and and going into space and seeing all of that stuff but that plot is like kind of weird for a little kid to, to be super into if i'm just gonna analyze it that way but uh in general uh, the movie's okay it's fine um visually it's fine i do like um i did like hawthorne like the the original hawthorne like the the that was his original partner and just some of the, the things that they set up and the jokes and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, I kind of actually wish it was more space faring. Like they actually were on adventures and went out and then not just the movie be about them being stuck on this planet. And uh, I, I felt that was just like a little, it's a little too kind of, I guess boring is the word that I want uh, to use, but, Again, I like the characters, yeah. but it is boring that they just sit on a planet and just waiting for him to to go into hyperspace and time just goes. That's what I said. Like the first maybe an hour, even not forty five minutes, hour of it's like sl- slow moving. Like that's not like I when like I said, I was expecting something completely different than what what this movie ended up being too. So that's that's the other thing. Like. Um, that's the other aspect is like, man, this movie is really slow. What's going on, man? Like, let's go. Like, what's mm-hmm. <laughs> like I thought there was gonna be more action. There's more like things exactly. going on. Yeah, you think really. you see him like flying around in space and you know, getting into you know, chases and stuff. Like everything happens either on that planet and it's like a little, you know, the little weed monsters or the bugs. Uh, some of the robots, like they had that one scene with, with uh, this group where they got attacked by the one robot uh, right uh-huh. after this. But like that was, you know, that was a fine scene and all. But still, like even the, the end battle wasn't anything spectacular. It was just, it was just like a, it has to end some kind of way. So just a little bit of a right. boring movie, but still, um, the the plot twist. Um, so again, like if you've been watching all of the toy story movies and especially like the first one you know that zerg i believe yeah zerg is the villain of buzz lightyear but it was always depicted in toys so when we finally get 
to this movie, which is again the inspiration for those toys, is supposed to be this movie. So we get to see Zerg, and the plot twist is Zerg is actually just Buzz, but from a different reality, a different future sort of future slash reality thing uh, going on where what happened to old buzz never the things that happened to the buzz that we're watching in this movie didn't happen to the old buzz um so he has a completely different uh perspective and completely different motivations or they had or the motivations were the same but they have different perspectives on them and and that's why old buzz was so determined to go back to the past and change it where the young buzz was like well like you said you know the there's things that we can't change in the past and uh, we have to embrace what we have. And there's like lots of family lots of good memories and good love and life and stuff. And there's no reason, no reason to erase that. Uh, that was what the young buzz was, was, was learning. He discovered, he, he discovers that because like in that moment, because old buzz was always alone. Like he didn't see all the good things that came from the mistake that happened. He, you know, that he didn't see all that. He didn't experience all that, and and that moment at the end, because up till that moment when they before they meet, he said he wants to go back and change everything too. Like he wants to go right. back and fix what had happened. But he realized at that moment, it's like if I do this, you know, everything will change. Like he thinks about like how the the granddaughter probably won't be there anymore. She won't exist anymore, and all these other things won't exist anymore. And it's like, you know, you can't change. You can't just, you can't change what happened. You can't keep, you can't keep uh, living life in the past. You have to move forward. That's the only option. Move forward and keep continuing on. And that's, and that's why, like, in the end, it's the good movie because that's a good life lesson. A lot of people mm -hmm. do get stuck in that type of uh, thinking, like, man, my past. If only if I had, if I had done this when I was younger and I didn't make that mistake. It's like, well, you know what? It's it is what it is. Now you know you you can only do what's good now going forward, and 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 do better from here on out. Don't think about what you did in the past. And like I said, if you ch change anything in the past, the the things that you have today that are like good, like you think about the bad, but the good things that you have today in your life wouldn't exist. So then you can't have you can't. You can't have both, right? Always in, in time travel movies, it's always about going back, fixing something bad, and then you come back, everything is good. And it, like, it's only fixing the good stuff, like, or bad stuff. Like, the good stuff is still there, but the bad stuff goes away. But that's not how it works, right? Everything goes away if you, if you change, if reality, if reality was, if you went back to change something, like, everything that happened would be completely different, not just. Not just like the one, not just the some of the bad things. So, um, yeah, in that sense, like I said, it was in the end. It's a, it's a not a bad movie, and the message is correct. It's a strong message, and yeah, that's that's all my feelings on it overall. Um, anything else? Any other thoughts that you have? I just wonder if they wanted to or hope to continue on with chris evans light, light year stuff like do they want to make a another movie do they want to continue to use him like 
you know, we were talking about Tim Allen. If they do make another Toy Story, do they want to use him, uh, Chris Evans or Tim Allen, or how 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 what what's going to happen? Is this the end of the Toy Story franchise? Was this a nice spinoff? Was it was this? Uh, is there things to continue? Like, do you want to make a sequel to this movie directly? Because um, they didn't really have like any type of cliffhanger ending or. Uh, post credits thing or anything like that to set up the next movie if there is ever going to be one and i don't remember hearing about um them wanting to do another movie even then like should woody have a split a spinoff movie that would be interesting too yeah based on the uh real woody not the toy woody Uh, yeah maybe maybe they'll do something like that um That'd be interesting. Yeah, like I said, it's I don't know what they're gonna do with Toy Story Toy Story. Like I know there was not there's nothing even confirmed at all that they want to continue with it by any means. Um I thought because I thought there was rumors of a fifth one, but but there's nothing like I don't see anything. Uh I don't see anything in like again with those like fake trailers made and stuff like that. But I don't see anything uh, out in the future as far as them doing another Toy Story. So um, then again, they technically had said that Toy Story three was going to be the last one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they did a Toy Story four. So I mean. Maybe they will. Who knows? Maybe it's a. It's maybe it's more about the actors, too. Who knows? But speaking um, but yeah. speaking of uh, time travel and actors and stuff, uh, to go on a quick little tangent after uh, we're we're done with the uh, light year, did you you saw the news about uh, Ezra Miller? Oh no, there's something new. So apparently, um, I, I think I retweeted it on the Science Fiction account. Uh, apparently, despite all of the changes with um, The Rock at you know the DC Studios and you know uh, um, Henry Cavill and possibly even Gal Gadot as well, apparently DC Studios still wants to move forward with Ezra Miller as the Flash. Like that's that's what has been said. Uh, yeah, I they... think I, I think for just this movie because uh, the 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 talk is that this is going to be kind of like the uh, crisis where they reset everything and it's going to wipe clean, um, of all the Zack Snyder stuff that happened and then they're going to restart everything again. That's what this movie is supposed to do. Let's see. This is from IGN. Let me pull this up here. So there, look, apparently. Uh, so that's what I read. That's what I've read. Like the rumor is that in the end, it's going to, he's essentially going to re like do the crisis thing where he goes, when he goes back, something changes. And then he, in the end, goes back again. And, um, changes the past or whatever, resets everything essentially that. Uh, it's going to de- eliminate all of the uh, original Zack Snyderverse 
universe stuff and then James Gunn and whoever that who was the other guy they're going to start making new movies with like they're already they're already searching for the new uh Superman uh person to play and they're going to do individual movies I think I don't think they're going to start stuff with any Justice League stuff they're just going to do individual character movies I think all right, I'll, I'll quickly read this article again. This is on IGN, so they're fairly reputable. Um, it says while Henry Cavill's Superman and Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam may not play a part in the new DCU, uh, Ezra Miller's Flash could still play a role, according to a recent report. Sources have told Variety that some so this comes from Variety, um, then not IGN. That Warner Brothers Discovery executives are still willing to work with Miller. According to the report, the fact that Miller has stayed out of trouble since they began their mental treatment last summer has reopened the door to Miller appealing as a flash again in the future. Miller's legal troubles captured nationwide attention last June. Uh, We already covered all of that stuff. Uh, But he pleaded not guilty to the charges and the next hearing for the case will be on January 13th. So we'll He'll have a hearing about a week from now. Um, past summer's legal issues led to multiple reports indicating that Warner Brothers is planning on parting ways with Miller for future DC films. The company also apparently plans multiple scenarios regarding the upcoming Flash movie, including scrapping it entirely. Then in August, Miller apologized for their recent behavior, saying it was they were struggling from complex mental issues. And let's see if I can sip, sip this a little bit more. Uh, Miller reportedly reaffirmed their commitment to, to the movie, calling The Flash one of their favorite characters to play. Uh, and apparently, Miller was on set for reshoots in October, so they've been reshooting the movie. I didn't I don't think we've ever come across any of that um, anywhere before. And the movie's still supposed to come up, uh, come out in June as of uh as of right now so yeah that's but that's weird he's he was easily like the worst part of the zack snyder uh actors that he selected to play the specific act like roles but i don't know see we'll see what happens but uh yeah any final thoughts before we wrap here uh no that's all i got all right. Well, y'all, as always, thanks for everyone that tunes in. Cliff, thanks for coming uh hanging out. Saint Omni, appreciate you hanging out as well. Uh yeah, obviously check out any press episodes we've done. I think uh Saint Omni asked about earlier. I thought I saw if he asked any prey fans in here. Uh we yes. definitely uh are pit prey fans. Uh you should check out our uh, past episode. We did talk about prey one of our past episodes. I can't remember which how far long when did prey come out? It came out like we did uh, like a in week August. After it came out. So yeah, yeah, it's in August sometime. So uh check that episode out saying if you get a chance. Uh but yeah we we are definitely a fan of that movie. But yeah definitely check us out and anything that you've missed in the past on the Barroom Network on YouTube or on uh, Spotify, Apple, and all other podcast providers On uh, as far as podcasting is concerned, our audio is concerned. Um, and then obviously check out everything else that Barroom has to offer where we cover all of Chicago sports and various other topics as well. But as for uh, 
myself and Carl. We'll see you guys next time. All right. Peace out, guys.